Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. This is Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. My name is Wayne Shepherd, and this is the first in a brand new radio program series, and Percy's pretty exciting to be together. It is thrilling as we continue to reach our audience with the idea of education, inspiration, and hope with regard to health and wellness. Our title says it all, doesn't it? What is your hope and, and vision for this program? Well, overall, my hope After 20 years of of working in the fields of supporting people who are dealing with the issues of sickness and disease is that they are thoroughly educated and knowledgeable of what options are available to them that creates a hopeful and inspirational outlook of possibilities as they work through the challenges of sickness and disease. We are going to be here each week, and very often guests will join us. We'll have a guest join us later in the program today. Talk about your role at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. You have a pretty interesting job. Well, as the National Director of Faith-Based Programming, uh, I'm empowered to uh, align with all of our regional uh, pastoral care spiritual directors at all of our sites as we continue to provide spiritual support to any and everyone who walks through the doors to allow their spiritual orientation to be a support as they work through the challenges of physical, mental, and emotional issues as a result of being a patient. I've met a few of those patients and how grateful they are for the spiritual support they get at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. I've met some of the staff as well and know how much they care for these patients. Well, we we have a family environment and atmosphere there that is invested in the idea, and and all of our employees are called stakeholders because we have a, a vested interest in the people that we serve as we continue to develop relationships and believing, expecting good things to happen to them. As we get together each week, we'll be talking about various aspects. One of the things we want to talk about in the future is how we can help churches with support groups for cancer treatment patients. Absolutely. One of the areas that we believe uh, still could use some insight and in information uh, is the local faith community with regard to how they can actively engage uh, members of their congregation to really better support individuals who are fighting against uh, the issues of sickness and disease and cancer in their local churches mm-hmm. and their community at mm-hmm. large. Percy, how did you come to uh, do what you do? I find this interesting. Well, it is interesting. Uh, I had an opportunity uh, as an invitation to sit down and talk with the Cancer Treatment Centers of America shortly after graduating from Bible college and really had not much of an insight of what hospital health care ministry was, but was given and provided the opportunity to create uh, an atmosphere and environment where faith could be a component of health, healing, and wellness. And I, I thought that that was an interesting concept, and I looked into the idea of how could I better align people's faith and the orientation of believing and trusting in their faith to work hand-in-hand with good health care practices. Yeah, when you come right down to it, you're really a pastor. I mean, I've seen you relate to staff and patients, and you love people, don't you? I do love people. I love helping people, and I love encouraging people. And so it allowed me to align uh, those natural giftings and talents and, and vocabulary in an environment that traditionally did not really allow that to take place. So it was a very interesting marriage. Yeah, it can be a very scary thing when someone has to enter a hospital of any kind, let alone a a cancer hospital. So we're going to talk about these things as the weeks roll by with this brand new radio program, Health, Hope, and Inspiration. We have a website, and I hope you'll go there right now if you have the opportunity, healthhopeandinspiration.com. You can read more about this new radio program with Percy McRae. Coming up... We'll have our first guest, Kimberly Conrad, will join us here today, a cancer survivor. Stay with us.
If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Call 855-929-HOPE to speak to an oncology information specialist about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Call 855-929-HOPE to learn more. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits. Welcome back to Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Reverend Percy McRae. I'm Wayne Shepherd. We're going to be joined by a guest now. Remember, no case is typical. You should not expect to experience these results. Our guest is Kimberly Conrad. Percy? Yes, let's listen to her story now and be inspired. Um, my son was in college at CU. He wanted to quit school and, and do the journey with me, be with me for treatment. And I just did not want that for him. And so I said, you go to school, I'll go to the front lines, and we'll meet at home for R&R. And out of that conversation uh, came the concept that this was war. And I was a warrior, and it was time to step up. And so we went to an army surplus store and got camo and combat boots (laughs) so that um, it was just a visual reminder to me that I was going to put on uh, my gear and I was going to go to war. And and out of that conversation with him and that experience, it um, that triggered uh, a change in my thinking. Instead of seeing chemo and radiation as the enemy, they were my big guns. And so Mm -hmm. I wanted to um, I wanted to find. A place where I could be treated uh, by experts that um, I wasn't going to have to research and put my own treatment together. I wanted someone that absolutely knew what they were doing. And when my friends encouraged me to call CTCA, um, I found that that was the match for wow. me and arrived, and they were my commanding officers. <laughs> and I took my <laughs> Boy, orders. You were and we went serious to war. about this, I this, was. this spiritual battle well, you were facing. You know, I was armed spiritually. I had gone to the core of my faith, I had answered the question, what if I die? And one of these days I will die, but only God knows when that will be, when I'll take my last breath. And my opportunity is to live fully every day with with everything that's available to me. And at mm. that time, I needed um, all available to fight cancer. How long ago did you get that diagnosis? That was in 2010, all right. July 2010. And where are you today in your journey? I'm five years out. I'm a survivor and celebrating life. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Amen. That's wonderful. Thank you. Um, you have such a positive spirit and attitude about you. Where, where does that come from, Kimberly? Well, that comes from Jesus because my hope is eternal and it's anchored in him. And so when you look at this question, am I going to die? Yes, I am. And what's going to happen when I die? I'm going to be with my Savior in paradise. Then everything else is just part of the journey here on earth. There are going to be troubles. Things are going to come and go. There are going to be times that are ease and there's going to be times of dis-ease. And with cancer, I was in a time of dis-ease. Hasn't all been easy, I would imagine. No, it hasn't, but it's been an interesting journey. So once I claimed that I am anchored in eternity, and I have bequeathed my soul to my Lord and Savior, I bequeathed all my earthly possessions to my son, then it was just a matter of 
uh, fighting and learning to thrive during that time. And, you know, it's amazing because um, you, you don't know what's next, but God tells us, do not borrow trouble from tomorrow. So there's that that balance between investing in the future, but not borrowing any trouble <laughs> back out of the future. And so um, this is something I never would have chosen cancer. And it was a hard time in the body, but it was a sweet time in the spirit. I, I felt that I drew closer to God. I focused on his attributes. I would start each morning without um, instead of worrying um, about what was to come, just focusing on praising him for who he was. And out of that praising came um, a feeling of gratitude. And I found that gratitude is a very spiritually fertile ground and place to be. And so he just began to to teach me about how much he loved me and that I am his beloved. And Kimalia, you, you use the analogy of fighting and, and warfare, spiritual warfare, and you talked about the dynamic of, and we're speaking to obviously believers, but we're talking about health and wellness and wholeness, and sometimes that's a strained conversation from a faith-based perspective. How did you and how were you able to translate into the idea of using your spiritual uh, base and anchor to equip you for warfare and fighting in a natural sense from a healthcare perspective. Can you share a little bit of how you transitioned into that school of thought? Well, I did. And, you know, God was actually already preparing the way in the grieving of my husband. So in that grieving process, I was reaching. I was reaching for my source of light. I was going to the core. And it was in staying in prayer Um, staying prayerful, realizing uh, that when God tells me that he'll never leave me nor forsake me, therefore I need not fear, really stepping into that, believing that, digesting that. And I came from a place by being in God's word and praying in the support of my church and friends and, and family across the United States that were praying for me, moving from feeling very vulnerable to feeling very valued, beloved of God, He'll never leave me or forsake me to feeling valiant. So it, it was a process. Many believers sometimes struggle with making that transition, specifically with regard to utilizing good health care recommendations, uh, following through with uh, physicians, uh, schools of thought in terms of their faith versus uh, medicine and science. And it seems that though that was a transition for you, you were able to, to migrate into that very well. And I want you to just speak to, again, the importance of how you translated your faith into actionable mm-hmm. steps toward using good good healthcare mm-hmm. processes to fight your battle while trusting in God. Exactly. And you stated that so well. I'm not sufficient to provide for myself spiritually, but through Jesus Christ, God's grace is proficient and realizing that that is really my whole life. That trickles down through my whole life and that God has created a body that is designed to immune system to work. And when things aren't working, I feel like that all of that treatment, everything that was available, that's why I wanted to get to experts. I wanted someone that had the state of the art because I feel like that's God's provision. It was, I felt like his provision for me to fight and to fight, not knowing what the outcome's going to be, that's in God's hands, is is not my responsibility uh, to know the outcome. My responsibility is to run the race well, to fight well. What did you encounter when you got here? What, what was it that just 
spoke to you immediately. Kimberly. Well, and, and the reason that I chose to, to even come for a first appointment with Cancer Treatment Centers of America, because from friends, and I'd asked them to pray for me, uh, my friend's husband had treated here, and they said, please go there for a second opinion, gave me a number to call. And, um, and my level of trust just increased the minute that I talked to Doug White, the oncology information specialist, because I had been trying to navigate and put together a, a plan at home mm-hmm. and coordinate all the appointments and to have him say, let me help you with this. So was it the integration of the spiritual and the physical? What, what was it? Well, it, at that point, I, I didn't know other than my friends that were believers had referred me, and I trusted them. But I didn't know really what I would see at CTCA. And they had treated in Tulsa, and my insurance was going to serve me best here in suburban Chicago. So um, I came, and I remember I was just about to have a a really a big pity party because I was by myself and everyone else seemed to, but, but it was by choice. I wanted my son in school. Everyone else seemed to have a spouse, a mother, a sister. Um, and I faltered, I think, as I first walked in. And the first lady that met me at the door was Inez. And um, she was right there and so compassionate. But here's the thing that made the difference for me. I checked in. I went to the, the floor for my waiting uh, for my first appointment. And Inez came up and she said, I noticed that you're by yourself. And I just wanted you to know, <laughs> these are happy tears, <laughs> that... Um, I'm already praying for you, and may I pray with you? Mm. And that was my confirmation that not only was this a place where I could do the physical battle, but someone was going to stand with me in that gap and do spiritual battle with me. And the days unfolded. I met Pastor Andrew Barkley, and he said, how can I help you? And I said, pray for me. Pray for my son right then. Right then, he prayed for he me. He stopped and prayed with he you. He did, <laughs> okay. immediately. And so that was the first day. So by the end of the first day, I felt like that I had had spiritual affirmation upon affirmation that this was indeed God's provision for me. Percy, what happened to Kimberly? That's intentional. And, and the scope of services is established to basically provide for patients a sense of community, a sense of family, whether they're uh, with someone or whether they're alone. And at the end of the day, that's exactly what was met to you as you walk through the front door and primarily with people of faith who were willing and able and allowed to basically share that affirmation of faith with you as you were journeying through the process. So it's, it's very intentional. It's very deliberate. And Kimberly, did that continue through the process? You talked about the first day. That is so exciting and amazing that it did. <laughs> did so my very first chemo infusion there again i was uh, was alone and pastor tammy james came and prayed with me and then as i was continuing through treatment i started going to the chapel services that they have every week and often would meet of course other believers there that we would share the stories go and have lunch together became prayer partners with and so the pastoral care at ctca do really an amazing job of cherishing my hope and then providing a network for that hope to grow. Coming up, we'll talk with Percy about what we've just heard from Kimberly Conrad here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Go to our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. 
If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits. Welcome back to Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Reverend Percy McRae. I'm Wayne Shepherd. What a great conversation just now with Kimberly Conrad here today. Remember, no case is typical. You should not expect to experience these same results. But what a treat to have Kimberly here with us today. Uh, Percy, I want our listeners to understand, though, that Cancer Treatment Centers of America treats people of all faiths or no faith at all. It's a very important distinction that we want to make and be clear about that the commitment at the end of the day is to allow patients as well as caregivers to dictate the terms of their experience as well as their treatment options. Of course, spiritual support is a modality that is an adjunct to uh, good clinical care and, and, and medicine and science that buoys the spirit and allows people to utilize uh, if that is important to them and if they value that. But there are sometimes patients who simply do not value spirituality. They don't necessarily have a spiritual base, and that's honored and respected, as well as, again, all faiths. Uh, we're committed to making sure that people are being nurtured and supported within the context of what their belief systems are and what's comfortable for them. Indeed. Well, when you are facing cancer, you want to surround yourself with people who care. And I was impressed uh, when Kimberly talked to us about walking into a hospital for the first time, and there was someone right there. Inez was her name, and she took care of her from the start. Again, the, the school of thought here is that cancer patients and their caregivers are really struggling in many cases with a sense of isolation. Uh, individuals are struggling with what to say to them, how to approach and broach conversations with them. And so what Kim Lee really expressed was feeling part of a community, feeling like there is a family of people who understood and was willing to be present for her uh, in the moments that were important to her. So the message that we want to make sure we articulate is, if you or someone uh, who may be listening are supporting cancer patients, don't draw away from them. Mm-hmm. Be available. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best ministry that I can uh, suggest to anyone is the ministry of presence. Oh, I like that. Yeah. You know, it's not necessarily with the eloquence of speech or long, loud prayers, uh, exeging or isaging sermons. <laughs> uh, that's not really what's required here. No. What's required is being present, being available. And, and allow a listening ear, a shoulder, and, and, and making sure that people know that you're there for them and that you are ready to respond to their needs accordingly. Don't you love the attitude expressed by Kimberly today? My job is to run the race. Regardless of what happens, I have a responsibility to run the race. Yeah, she said a couple of very powerful things that, that I think that we should highlight. Number one, uh, on top of that, she mentioned uh, having her hope cherished. Cancer patients really want someone to cherish their hope 
and nurture their hope. Of course, hope is is an expectation. It's believing for the possibility of things to take place that may not appear to be there at the moment, but we're shooting toward that goal. We're moving in that direction. And so having individuals, a community, your local church, family, and friends who cherish and nurture one's hope is so important to individuals. And then, of course, once we are able to empower people's hope, and cherish their hope, then we can empower them to run the race. She talked about running a race, uh, almost like an athlete or, right. or, or uh, being in a competition, if you will, of, 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 of a goal of doing some things. I and get the idea of being determined. That's correct. Yeah. And, and being focused and locked in. And I think that, that what was communicated from her is that when she was able to come to terms with the potential and possibility of dying and that she did not have any real control over that, as most cancer patients do not. And we want to be clear, uh, we can't necessarily dictate the outcome mm-hmm. of what happens. Uh, and many of us have had individuals of great faith and people who were spiritually supported who may have found themselves in a scenario where they that person departed and, and moved on. But it's how you run that race. It's how you proceed in the midst of that uncertainty. She talked about being equipped uh, mentally and emotionally and spiritually to simply run the race that was set before her because, quite frankly, she came to terms with that uh, at some point I am going to die. The yeah. Word of God tells us that it's appointed once unto every man. <laughs> we all need to face That's that. That's exactly yeah. correct and that uh, tomorrow is not promised to any of us. When we reconcile that, which is what I believe Kimberly suggested she reconciled herself to the fact that one day I am going to die. So she then was able to focus on the things that she had control over. That is so important. And you're so right in that. I mean, I just had a friend who passed away from cancer and we grieve. And yet he had the same attitude as Kim Ali. You know, he was there to run the race right to the end. And so we want everyone to be encouraged today that despite whatever outcome may come, that we are encouraging people to run the race that's set before you. And and we have scriptural support that encourages us to do that. Uh, and so if I may, sure, I'll quickly make reference to, I think, a passage of scripture that will help us with this school of thought. And it's okay. uh, found in 2 Timothy, the fourth chapter, verses 6 through 8. And, of course, we have uh, the writer who tells us this, For I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time for my departure is now at hand. And so when we look at this, he's talking about coming to terms with, it looks like possibly I may die or I may move on to that next phase of existence within the context of who I am and my spiritual orientation. So then he goes on to say, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race and I have kept the faith. Today, we want everyone to be equipped to run the race that's been set before them, to fight a good fight and ultimately say uh, good or bad in terms of ultimate outcomes that I have finished my course and that I'm moving forward, whatever comes after that. That's a great passage to keep in mind. I know you've been a caregiver many times in these situations. People can be very fearful, can't they? Well, cancer is a scary proposition, so we need to be very clear. Uh, Even the greatest of faith giants, if you will, uh, must come to terms with the, the fear factor, as I like to call it, as it pertains to sickness and disease and certainly cancer. Uh, one of my patients uh, said it to me this way many years ago, that cancer is the only term that you hear loudly in bold letters in your head. Oh, yeah. And it creates a dynamic of fear that everyone has to figure out 
how to wrestle with. And so, yes, it's it's a scary proposition, but ultimately uh, we can provide good support to people to work through their fears. Well, Percy, it's been great to have this conversation with you today. Great to have Kimberly Conrad join us for the program today. We'll be back next week at this time with more health, hope, and inspiration for our listeners. But thank you for your time here today. It's been a pleasure. And again, run the race that's been set before you. Keep the faith and finish your course with joy. Glad to have you with us today for this program, Health, Hope, and Inspiration. By the way, our thanks to Kimberly Conrad, our guest today. Remember, no case is typical. You should not expect to experience these results. Next week, we'll be here with another program of Health, Hope, and Inspiration. In the meantime, I hope you'll visit our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. There you'll learn much more. You can listen to this program again if you like, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Or if you'd like more information about the integrative care available from Cancer Treatment Centers of America, call us at 855-929-HOPE, 855-929-4673. That's it for this week's program. I'm Wayne Shepherd with Reverend Percy McRae. Thanks for listening. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Call 855-929-HOPE to speak to an oncology information specialist about questions you may have about your treatment options. Or visit healthhopeandinspiration.com. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. To learn more, call 855-929-HOPE or visit healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America, care that never quits.